Welcome to Sunshine Graces with Podcast Nun. My name is Sister Ave Clark. I am a Dominican sister from New York. I am happy you can join me today. Today, for our Sunshine Everyday Graces podcast, I'm going to introduce you to my brother Paul. He's two years older than I am, so he must have some extra wisdom to share. My brother Paul practiced vascular surgery in Toledo, Ohio for 38 years. All that time given to healing and hope for people facing serious surgery. What brought him to the field of vascular surgery was his time spent in Vietnam, where he was a mass unit doctor. He saw another side of war, wounds and surgeries needed, and also the need for peace in the world. As he resumed his medical career in the United States, he also, in his practice, taught medical students and surgeons in training, and also high school and college volunteers. The teaching experience was one of the most fun aspects of his practice, and I am proud to say he received many awards from the medical college when voted the best surgical teacher by the students. With the high school students, they were able to choose a profession that they wanted to observe for a three-week period of time, and several of them have been with Paul, pursued medicine in their occupation. Well, Paul, I'd like to ask you, what did you learn about yourself during your medical career? That's a beautiful gift, and it's something that's well needed in our world. I like the idea of you said you, you really kept at those studies to get all the medical knowledge in your head. But as you were talking, I was thinking, you certainly moved the knowledge from your head knowledge to your heart knowledge, where you cared about each person that came forward to you. 
I also heard one thing said about <clears throat> you that your staff became like a family and many of them stayed the 38 years with you. So that says something about the heart of your medical practice. Now, I want to get on to the next thing in life that you've done. Well, the years well, sped by quickly. Let me, just, let me just tell you about that staff for a second. Go ahead. Um, the, um, so in my office, uh, which was inside the hospital in Toledo, um, the, some of the same, and they have to be all ladies, they were with me for uh, several of them over 30 years. And um, we got to be like family, uh, very much like family. Got to love each other. Uh, in the last two years, I've lost two of them uh, to cancer. You know, and these were only in their 50s. You know, so it was, um, and we're at their funerals and things. Well, I like what you said. It sounds like your medical practice wasn't just a place of business. It was a place of living life together. And I think that's, that's so important in our life today. Now, uh, as I said before, the years have sped by quickly for both of us. And your four children have grown up. You have grandchildren. And as retirement arrived, you and your lovely wife, Pat, moved to Durham, North Carolina. Now, it will be there that my brother was perhaps to discover some extraordinary graces of volunteering that led him to a public school in an area where there are a lot of poor students. Now, some of these students arrived with little or no education, so he became an assistant teacher teaching reading and math to kindergarten and first graders. Well, the Army field doctor and the vascular surgeon in Toledo now found himself with small children looking to him to learn and to believe they could learn. So, Paul, what did a few of those students like Lewis and Eli teach you? Um, it, it's been kind of phenomenal. And uh, I, I'll get to Lewis and Eli in a second, those little characters. The, um, the hardest thing about volunteering um, uh, with a kindergarten is getting down to sit in a chair that's about two and a half inches off the ground. Mm -hmm. And the second hardest thing, maybe even harder, is getting up out of that chair after about an hour when you're, <laughs> when you're in your 70s. <laughs> but um, it, it started off going one or two days a week about five years ago, and now um, up until the uh, COVID arrived in March of this year, I was going every day for the last year or so. And the, I was with the same teacher, Miss Young, at the Spring Valley School. So she either taught kindergarten or first grade, and I was just with her. And it was, um, I just assist her. Whatever she wanted me to do, I do. And um, I'll be there in the morning. And um, the, it became a phenomenal experience. Uh, I, it's something I never dreamed it would ever become into, and it was, I look forward to it each day. Uh, uh, Patty would look forward to when I got home from it because I'd share these stories. I mean, it was just incredible. Uh, you mentioned Lewis. Uh, so about three years ago, I had Lewis when, uh, when I was assisting her in kindergarten, and Lewis cried all the time he cried. And so I'd be frequently, I'd be giving Lewis to, you know, work on him with this and that. And so Lewis and I got to be buddies. A year goes by and Lewis uh, made it into the first grade. Um, and he wasn't with me that year. Uh, he was in another classroom. But he, he and I would see each other. And they always come up to me and say, hey, Mr. Clark, how are you doing? I'd say, hi, Lewis, how are you doing? 
And then last year, uh, he would come up to me, he came, and this is two years after I'd seen him, and he said, Mr. Clark, would you come over to this project that I'm doing that I'm presenting to parents? And I'd say, sure, absolutely. And, you know, this was this little kid growing up to become a, a bigger kid, and it was just phenomenal. I mean, I, I, this was, I love doing surgeries, I love teaching those kids, but this, this was just a phenomenal feeling. I don't know what it meant to me, except, oh my God, I wouldn't trade this for anything. Mm -hmm. And the uh, really cool part. I think uh, that's, the, every, that's the everyday grace that you have, that you got. Now, some of the people... Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Some of the people listening today, imagine some of you are thinking of the ways you have volunteered at a homeless shelter, a soup kitchen, a senior nursing residence, a food pantry, a quilting party, at a school, a hospital, at a residence for the mentally ill, or maybe in a church or town program. Wherever you have been, or will be, I am quite sure, like my brother Paul, you might be saying, I received far more than I gave. I know my years in teaching special ed students changed my life. They gave me insights into being patient, giving hope, affirming effort, being so honest, and above all, respecting whatever human condition a person has. Well, Paul, what would you like to add? Certainly your retirement became a wonderful grace transition place of sharing your life. that I live in, it's a 55 and older community here, and so a lot of us know each other, and 45 of us volunteer at this one school. It's, um, so one of my friends organized it, so it's one of these things where it just took off, and I, I don't know if anyone hasn't uh, been, that doesn't love it. Now, I'm not sure what grace it gave me, but I love it. Well, those are the everyday graces. You know, we teach in many ways, and we also learn in many ways. And it sounds like you have taught with inspiration that gave hope to that young boy and joy and peace and love. And so as we learn in these many ways, one reason for us having this podcast today is to let people know that the ordinary graces are right out there for you. Just like my brother Paul in Durham, North Carolina. He saw that sign for volunteering, and I think he can't wait to this pandemic lessons so that he could go back to that classroom and learn a little bit more. What do you think about that, Paul? I, I, honestly, you hit it right on the head. Every morning, I'm frustrated that I'm not there. You're absolutely right. There we have it. Well, I say to everybody now, have a sunshine day. Bye-bye.